Hello and welcome to the Physionic Channel. Guys, we're going to be talking, well, I'm going to be telling you a story today. So we're not going to be talking about specifically a, like a, we're not, it's a, yeah. It's not really an educational video. It's not necessarily that we're going to go into a bunch of facts and whatnot, although technically this story is history, so it does have facts in it. Uh, so you're not going to be learning about any process of your body, but I am going to be telling you a really interesting story, probably a story that you've never heard before. And it relates to uh, medicine and science and it's a bit of a sad story, it's kind of the second sad story that I'm giving you guys, but it is a really interesting story, and uh, it's really a story about a man who had science fail him. So the scientific community failed this man. So if you're interested in sitting back, grab some popcorn, or grab a healthy snack, and uh, let's jump right into it shall we okay let's do it Ignaz Semmelweis. You've likely never heard this name before. Hell, I didn't know of him either. But if the two words miserable and mystery have ever met in life, this is likely it. Ignaz Semmelweis was a German-Hungarian doctor who became intimately known for his impact in child delivery. You see, in the mid-1850s, childbirth was still a relatively dangerous process because women who delivered in hospitals had a 25 to 30% chance of dying. This was a worry for many, but no one knew why the death rate was so high. Semmelweis worked in an institution with two clinics dedicated to childbirth. And oddly enough, the death rate was two to three times higher in one than the other. Naturally, he was intrigued by this mystery. You see, other doctors had speculated a variety of theories for what was causing this increased mortality, with the dominant thought putting the blame on stale air from poor ventilation. But Semmelweis wasn't convinced. The other doctors had given up trying to fix the issue, and even the head doctor of the institution told Ignaz to drop the subject, because the problem was incurable. So Ignaz followed orders, and the matter was dropped. The end. Of course not! Ignaz ignored his superiors and his colleagues, and threw himself at the mystery. What was killing these women? Then something terrible happened. A friend of his was doing an autopsy on one of the women, and his friend ended up dying from the very same issue. Now the intrigue was full-blown and certainly personal. Ignaz thought to himself, 
the only connection he had was between the delivery rooms and the autopsy examination room. Something was moving from one room to the next. He speculated maybe it was on the doctor's hands. They may be carrying it in from the autopsy room to the delivery room. He then told his colleagues to try washing their hands, which was not a common practice at the time, before delivering children. The death rate dropped from 18% to 1%. He then traced his steps and discovered that doctors in one clinic were doing their autopsy work prior to delivering children, and it was the lack of sanitation procedures that was leading to this discrepancy between the two clinics that were otherwise identical. Clearly, whatever it was could be fixed, but a series of unfortunate events caused this life-saving discovery to fall short of a hero's recognition. He was met with considerable resistance in the medical community, which seems odd, but at the time, although bacteria had been discovered some 200 years prior, no one knew microorganisms like bacteria could harm us. The dominant thought in medicine was based around humors, which were dictated that an imbalance in body fluids regulated health, not bacteria and infection. Not only that, doctors being ordered to wash their hands was seen as an insult, as if they weren't gentlemen and had unclean hands. So this conclusion of infection was frowned upon, and this, along with his political beliefs, led to his firing from his institution. Frustratingly, he was blacklisted from other institutions as they would not hire him either. Frustrated, he moved to a new town and took a lowly, unpaid position at a small hospital. Miserably, the hospital became overrun with disease and many patients died, with him left powerless to do anything. But in 1851, he was finally given charge of the hospital, and that year, he dropped the patient death toll to less than 1%. Still, the medical community refused to believe his ideas were legitimate. He eventually wrote a book on his practice and sent it across Europe to many doctors, but again, the reaction was negative as the weight of the medical field still opposed him. Saddest of all, in 1865, after years of rejection in the face of objective facts, he had a mental breakdown and was admitted to a mental hospital. But before being admitted, ironically, he contracted an infection during one of his surgeries. During his short stay at the mental institute, he was beaten, stuck in a straitjacket, tortured, and eventually died from his illness and maltreatment. Sick insulted, bruised, and mentally broken, we have this man to thank for sticking to his science-backed beliefs. Or maybe we would still see a massive death rate from surgery and hospital stay. He was only 47 when he died. 
And only a few years later, germ theory, the realization of microorganisms causing harm, was finally accepted upon the backs of hailed scientists, leaving Semmelweis's impact to never be truly appreciated. Ignatz, we see you. So there it is. Kind of, uh, well, <laughs> the ending certainly isn't happy, but uh, it is for humanity as a whole, but for Ignaz Semmelweis, it is not a happy ending, which is uh, really, really unfortunate because we, uh, we as a community of humans, uh, as a civilization, as a global unit of humans really failed him and science really failed him. And science was really around for over a hundred years at that point. Actually, far more than a hundred years. Uh, around 1500s was the Reformation, as far as I remember. So, uh, over 200, 300 years it had been since science had come into the picture. So, it's, it's really shocking and really discouraging, at least at that time, it's to think that somebody was really trying to get that message across. But it does tell us that passion and, and really believing in yourself, although it's not always 100% successful, uh, it, you know, he is, he is now at least somewhat famous. Uh, hopefully through this channel we're making him known, but it's a, he's also known in other areas as well. Um, but during his lifetime, he really had to dedicate his entire life to just this one cause. And he had a good purpose. He really wanted to help people. So hopefully you found the video informative. Hopefully you've enjoyed the story. I think that's, that's my main point about this type of video is I really wanted to convey a, an interesting story. So that said, I will hopefully have the pleasure of seeing you in the next one. And I wish you an absolutely wonderful, wonderful day. See ya.